0: Dave Canales has joined the Carolina Panthers as their new head coach. So what does that mean for the Buccaneers? That and more on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. You are Locked on Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team, Every day. What's up and welcome into this Friday episode of Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Day, we want to thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listener view every single day. Don't forget you can subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can follow along on Twitter. I am James Yarko at JRCO underscore Bucks, credentialed member of the media as the deputy editor of SB Nations your host of Locked On Bucks here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers. And for that, I want to share my appreciation for your continued support of the show. One of the ways you can support the show is by becoming a Locked On Bucks insider. You're going to get news, the inside scoop. You're going to get a text message the second that I find out that Dave Canales is the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. You can become an insider over at JointSubtext.com/slash locked on bugs. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet. Visit FanDuel.com/slash locked on. To get started. So, where do the Buccaneers go from here? I lay out some offensive coordinator candidates coming up in a little bit. But first, we have to talk about why I'm laying out offensive coordinator candidates. And that is because Dave Canales is one and done with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers joining the NFC South divisional rival Carolina Panthers as their new head coach. Now, this news dropped around noon on Thursday that Dave Canales was going to be the next head coach of the Carolina Panthers. And I have to say, I don't love this move for Dave Canales. And don't get me wrong, I'm excited for him to get this opportunity. I've mentioned on the show that I talked to Kate Otten after the game on Sunday, and he said, selfishly, we want Dave to to stay, but we're going to be really excited if he gets this opportunity. But for those that watch the Buccaneers YouTube show in the current you would have seen on one of those episodes, Dave Canales talking about how he was frustrated that he never got an offensive coordinator opportunity in Seattle and was thrilled to finally get that chance in Tampa. I would venture to say that he made the most of it. And and look, I know this stinks for the Buccaneers to lose him after one year, but there are 32 of these jobs in the world. And while I think He would have been better off waiting at least another year or waiting for a different opportunity with a different team. He made the best decision for him and his family and his future, and maybe waiting would have cost him his shot. You take a look at Byron Leftwich, who was on the cusp of becoming the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars before opting to return to Tampa last year. Now he's out of the league. So this is a very fickle industry, so you have to strike while the iron is hot. But the reason that I believe that Dave Canales got this job goes beyond his energy, beyond his charisma, beyond his intelligence. It's all about Bryce Young. The Panthers saw what Canales did with Geno Smith in Seattle two years ago, what he did with Baker Mayfield in Tampa this past year, and said, This is a guy that we need to get Bryce Young to be the player we thought we were drafting. And my concern for Dave Canales and and why I thought he would have been better off waiting is ownership. David Tepper is the worst owner in all of professional sports, and the Panthers are not an easy fix. You go back. You know, and this is not a Geno Smith or a Baker Mayfield situation. Go back and look. Geno Smith had DK Metcalf, he had Tyler Lockett, he had Kenneth Walker III. Baker Mayfield had Mike, he had Chris, he had Rashad. Bryce Young has Adam Thielen. Like, this is not a one year project. To make Carolina a contender, not only within the division, but within the NFC. And and Tepper has fired, what, three coaches in a year and a half? So if he isn't going to give Dave Canales the time that he needs to fix this roster and, and fix the situation in Carolina, which I'm thinking is two to three years minimum, then it wasn't worth leaving for. Carolina is a hostile, toxic environment with David Tepper there. And so I'm concerned that Canales is going to end up in a Raheem Morris situation where he got the head coaching job in, in Tampa and is just now getting his second chance this year in Atlanta, which that's a conversation for another day. And look, I want Dave Canales to succeed because he's a fantastic human being and he deserves to have this opportunity and to find success. At the same time, I still don't want to see him find success at the expense of the Buccaneers, and I'm going to maintain the belief that until Tepper is out of the picture, the Carolina job is going to be the worst one in the league. But again, there's only 32 of these jobs, so if you have a chance to get one, you really can't afford to say no and to pass up on that opportunity. And by the way, to add insult to injury, the Buccaneers are not going to receive compensatory draft picks for the hiring of Canales by Carolina because he was only with the team for a year. And in order to get those two third-round picks in back-to-back drafts, the, the coach or the coordinator that was hired from your staff has to be with that team For at least two years so a a bad situation gets even worse for the Buccaneers that they don't even get a little bit on the back end of this move and and I know the the comments are are blowing up I do want to jump over to the comment section uh real quick Demon Hunter was in the chat like from the jump 10 minutes before we were even live and uh and uh Uh, Demon Hunter in the chat says that they're the Carolina Panthers, which is probably what it sounds like I'm saying because my nose is so stuffed up, but a little cold's not going to keep me from going live on YouTube. You guys know how I am. Um, you know, some other people in the chat we got uh of course insider David Stacks is in there, HH4 saying, Go Bucks. Um, uh, and uh David says, "I want Munken. I'm going to get into some of the candidates in a little bit. Munken is not on my list, uh, but that's not to say that he couldn't be a candidate. I also am not sure if Baltimore is going to open up the availability for Munken to be interviewed for a lateral move to another organization. Teams can still block the coordinator to coordinator move. They cannot block, you know, guys that have the opportunity to be to interview." for a head coach position. Uh, Who else do we have in the chat here? Uh, San Antogato uh, (laughs) said, uh, Dimebag Dave, gone. I was 50-50 on his play calling anyway. And look, I laid that out on an episode on Wednesday, why I thought that Dave Canales, while he was doing the in-person interview, probably wasn't going to get the job. Obviously, I was very wrong on that. But we did see the evolution of his play calling. We did see the growth and the improvement of him as a guy who was running the offensive side of the ball through the latter half of the season. That's why they went on a run where they won six out of seven. They won in the playoffs. They, you know, for the most part, went toe-to-toe with the Detroit Lions in a very hostile environment. By the way, Ford Field set a decibel record for how loud that stadium got. On Sunday, they reached 134 decibels. That's insane. That is a very loud place to play. Uh, Christopher in the chat says, Congratulations, but dang, yeah, I, I do feel uh the same way. And uh, you know, it it, w- it would have been nice to see the growth of canalis and Baker in that offense together in a second year. Unfortunately, we're not going to get that opportunity. But where do the Buccaneers go from here in their search to replace Canales? And how does it affect their plans moving forward? That is next on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off of our chest, big or small. Certain things can really start to get to you, and it's important to let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased in your life. So today, I want to say how I really feel about something, and you might even be thinking about the same thing this week, and especially today. I was really excited about the potential future of the Buccaneers bringing the band back together having Dave Canales run this offense for a second year in a row, but there's a lot of questions up in the air, especially now who is going to be that offense coordinator. Will Baker Mayfield be back for another year or more? What's going to happen with Antoine Winfield jr. And can we imagine a world where Mike Evans isn't wearing pewter and red? I mean, fans in Tampa could be facing the losses of Mike Evans and Steven Stamkos in the same year. And that's enough to make any person cry therapy can be different for everyone, and most of us have bigger problems than what our favorite sports teams are doing, and it's important to get things off your chest every once in a while. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for any reason, for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress that you have already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com on. LockedOn. The NFL regular season is all wrapped up, and there's still time to get in on the postseason action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. You just have to place a $5 bet. Boom, $150 in bonus bets in your account. It's championship weekend, and the Baltimore Ravens are three-and-a-half-point home favorites over the defending champion kansas city taylor swifts while the san francisco 49ers are seven point home favorites against the detroit lions the FanDuel sportsbook app is super easy to use and there are so many different ways to bet you can do live same game parlays you can find bets in the new explore tab you can make a parlay in the parlay hub which is the best way to find popular parlays and of course There's your standard money line, spread betting, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Thank you again for making Locked On Bucks your first listen view every single day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, like where I was, talking about the hiring of Dave Canales by the Carolina Panthers. Plus, we have our national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So how does this move of Dave Canales going to the Carolina Panthers affect the Buccaneers outside of needing to find a new offensive coordinator? And I'm, I, I promise I'm going to get to that in a little bit. But I do think that this is going to play a little into the Bucks offseason plans due to the fact that they will be changing offenses in some way, shape, or form. Now, I'll get into candidates, but if the new offensive coordinator runs an offense that Baker isn't exactly best equipped for, then you may see the Bucks go back to looking for a different quarterback. Now, I don't think that's going to be the case, as most of the candidates that I've started looking into were with Baker Mayfield in mind. And I think the team loves Baker Baker loves the team and and they believe they may have found their guy at quarterback for the foreseeable future. And that's going to factor into their search, but there is a snowball effect here. You take take a look at the way different coordinators utilize their rushing attacks and maybe Rashad White doesn't fit that. So now they're going to look to the NFL draft to bring in a guy that's going to be better equipped for this coordinator's rushing attack. And and Rashad White's entering the final year of his rookie deal. So you may be looking to transition away from there. Maybe Mike Evans decides that he doesn't want to go through those changes again and he decides to leave for a contender or Dave Canales gets tempered to throw a crap ton of money at him to be Bryce Young's number one wide receiver to help him get on track. Not likely, but not impossible either. You're talking about changes in philosophy from the passing game to the running game, to the blocking schemes, everything. Yet another offseason where the team has to learn a new offense and deal with the growing pains of that that we saw with the Buccaneers this season. They came out of the gates hot, but we saw the struggles. We saw the growing pains when they lost, what was it, five of six or six of seven, whatever it was, during that really rough stretch before they got hot late in the year. You're looking at a similar situation now because you're changing the offensive philosophies again. And poor Baker just cannot catch a break. Yet another year where he's in an offense for just one season before having to learn another one. And and that's really been the story of his career so far. I'm going to jump over to the chat real quick before I start getting in to some of the candidates. And I see some of you guys listing your candidates in, in the chat. And let me tell you, I, I see a couple of, of ones in the chat that I do have on my list. So I'm not going to put them up on the screen quite yet. But uh, Dave, David in the chat says, uh, Stammer's not going anywhere until uh, at least after the season. And uh, Mike will be a buck. Don't talk like that. Hey, it's my job to talk about possibilities, potentials, things like that. And right now, it's not impossible for Steven Stamkos to not be with the Lightning next year and Mike Evans to not be with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next year. I'm just saying it's possible. Not rooting for it, not advocating for it, but it, it is possible uh san anto gato says uh once again or once we get a really good coordinator the ship will be right again ready for the draft uh demon hunter in the chat says did you really call them the taylor swifts i did i did because it, it just seemed uh humorous at the time so why not but let's go ahead and talk about some of these potential candidates. And and I'm going to start with who I think is the most likely candidate to replace Dave Canales. And to me and to a lot of others, that is going to be current quarterbacks coach, Fad Lewis. First, he and the team are familiar with one another. There's the familiarity, the comfortability there. Second, Lewis has been with the Bucs for a few years. This was his first year as the quarterbacks coach. In 2021 and 2022, he was the assistant wide receivers coach. Before that, he was an offensive analyst for UCLA. And and Lewis has been gaining interest around the league for offensive coordinator vacancies. For example, the Las Vegas Raiders reached out and sought permission to interview Lewis for their vacant offensive coordinator position there under Antonio Pierce as the new head coach out there. Lewis was instrumental In Baker Mayfield's success this season, and he seems like the easy choice if the Bucs want to keep this in-house. Though, Bowles did tell the media earlier in the week that in the event that Dave Canales left, they had qualified guys inside the building and qualified guys outside of the building, so they were going to go through the interview process. My concern is that if Lewis is a strong enough candidate in the minds of Jason Light and Todd Bowles in that franchise, they may not want to drag this thing out or Lewis could be out the door with an offensive coordinator uh, opportunity elsewhere. Again, you know, looking at the, at the Las Vegas Raiders as the likeliest laning spot for him. But fan Lewis, again, you're, you're talking about a guy that, that did a great job working with Baker Mayfield this year. He's done a great job working with Mike Evans and and Chris Godwin and you know the wide receivers in the past this is a, an incredibly intelligent former quarterback that understands the game of football is going to be a fresh voice and a fresh mind but also familiar to the players with the team with the coaching staff seems like a pretty seamless transition if the bucks are going to keep this thing in house but what if the Bucs want to look outside the facility? I am going to bring up a couple of outside names that are fun to think about and might be good for the Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield. And that is coming up next on this episode of Locked on Bucks. Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and they are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. So instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you just pick more than or less than on two to six players and their projected stat lines. Then watch the winnings roll in. Testing my skills on price picks this season has been the most exciting way to play DFS and if you have the skills you can turn $10 into 250 with just a few taps. Price picks is really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. This week I'm going with Jared Goff to have less than 262 and a half passing yards, Isaiah Pacheco more than 0.5 total touchdowns and right now you can lock in Christian McCaffrey to have more than 0.5 rushing yards. Talk about the easiest money you will ever get. With quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, an enormous selection of players and stat types, that's what makes Price Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. So go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use code locked on NFL, all lowercase, for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use code locked on NFL, all one word, all one lowercase, or all lowercase for a first deposit match up to $100. Price picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked on Bucks podcast, talking about the move of Dave Canales from Buccaneers offensive coordinator to Carolina Panthers head coach. And I haven't forgotten about you guys in the chat, uh, getting used to this kind of new layout that I have going on. Usually on the Friday lives, David is running the chat board, but uh, I, I couldn't outsource that job to him anymore because he's not here, which is unfortunate. I already, I already missed my buddy, David, but um I am i'm gonna talk about some of the outside hires and jump back into the chat demon hunter i already i gotta throw this one up ali marpet for offensive coordinator yet yeah, no um probably not um david uh david stacks in the chat says screw it bring in ba that would be fun but that's 100 uh not going to happen um Let's see. And San Anto Gatto says uh, Baker still balls out anyway. Yeah, you know you you would hope so. But I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a couple of interesting names to think about if the Bucks go with an outside hire. By the way, I don't think that Buccaneers wide receiver coach Brad Idzik is a internal candidate because he's likely gonna go to Carolina with Dave Canales. He came with Canales from Seattle. I think he's going to be Canales' offensive coordinator there in Carolina. So likely not an internal candidate. But let's talk about some outside hires. And some of you are going to like some of these names. Some of you are going to hate some of these names. But remember, we're talking about offensive coordinator, not head coach. So let's start things off with a bang. And I'm going to talk about Cliff Kingsbury. He coached Baker Mayfield at Texas Tech. You go back before he was with Texas Tech, he was the offensive coordinator at Houston where they led the NCAA in every offensive statistic that you could possibly measure. He chose Baker as the starter of Texas Tech as a walk-on true freshman. Then Baker ended up losing his job due to a knee injury against Kansas. Ended up leaving, transferring to Oklahoma, but you, you look at Kingsbury's offense and his offense at every stop that he's been to has been electric. It's fast. It's up-tempo air assaults that led him to a lot of success. And in Arizona, he didn't exactly have a solid quarterback or the solid pieces that he, he needed to work with in order to get the offense going the way he wanted still won plenty of games, but reuniting with Baker to go along with Evans and Godwin and Otten and Rashad and the rest of the crew uh, could be somewhat reminiscent of what we saw from the Buccaneers offense in 2020 and 2021 when they were airing it out under Bruce Arians. So an interesting name to think about, maybe a nice little reunion. It's again, familiarity with the quarterback could be really interesting. Now, Frank Reich. Stop. Stop. Calm down. Stop. Offensive coordinator, not head coach. So Frank Reich won a Super Bowl with the Eagles as the offensive coordinator with Nick Foles as his quarterback. This dude was bouncing between Carson Wentz and Nick Foles and was just absolutely crushing it. In his first year as the offensive coordinator with the Eagles, his offense finished 16th in total offense, 24th in passing, 11th in rushing, 12th in scoring. Kind of similar to what the Bucks did, uh, you know, this past year with Canales, minus you know the the top half in rushing. But Reich's second year, third in total offense, 13th in passing, third in rushing, fourth in scoring. And then even with the loss of Andrew Luck in Indianapolis and the carousel that they had at quarterback, he had a top three top or he had three top 10 total offenses and three top 10 scoring offenses in his four years with the Indianapolis Colts. And by the way, Frank Reich and Jason Light worked together in Arizona back in 2012. There is a connection there couple of other names that I'd like to throw out for some fun. Uh, Clint Kubiak, San Francisco's passing passing game specialist, uh, comes from the Shanahan tree, and he has done wonders with Brock Purdy and that offense. So he could replicate that in Tampa with Baker and those skill position players. Probably need to add a little bit of speed to really do what he does with Debo and, and Brandon Ayuk over there. But a really intelligent a uh, passing game coordinator there in San Francisco that has studied under Kyle Shanahan and could really be the next big thing at offensive coordinator. Um, Ken Dorsey, the former Bills offensive coordinator. I thought he did a really solid job for them over the years and he lost his job this season, which didn't really fix things for, for Buffalo. And his offense was always creative. It was always high scoring. And I don't think he was the problem. So I do think Ken Dorsey's going to get another shot at an offense coordinator job, and I think he would be a really good fit in Tampa. And then finally, Eric B And look, if Ben Johnson gets this head coaching job in Washington, which seems like is pretty much done without being done, he's going to run his own offense, and that leaves B as the odd man out. And even though the Commanders weren't a great football team, Sam Howell actually put up some eye-popping numbers. And Bienemy coming here with with Baker style, with Mike and with Chris and with Cade and, and with all those guys, he could really have some fun and do some pretty incredible things with this Buccaneers offense, with the roster as it is. So those were a couple of names that I wanted to throw out there. I do, again think that Thad Lewis is going to get that promotion and they're going to keep it in-house and and try to, you know, th- the offense will change a little bit, but it's going to keep some pieces of what Canales was already doing. So there will be a little bit to build on there instead of having to learn a completely new system. We have uh, Humberto Nunez saying Kellen Moore. That was another game that I, I looked at and could be interesting, but the Chargers have already blocked him uh, from getting other coordinator interviews. Um, or I'm I'm sorry, was it Dallas that blocked? I can't remember. Basically, teams have reached out about trying to interview Kellen Moore for offensive coordinator uh, openings, and and they've been blocked. So I'm not sure if he's even going to become available. Uh, John says no one from the McVay tree of coaches. I did look at that. Uh, their quarterbacks coach seems to be kind of a popular name. That's getting a couple of interviews and being thrown around out there, but not someone that I was going to dive too deep into on, on this episode. I may bring him up because this is this is going to be a conversation that we're going to have for a couple of days now uh, as far as what the Bucs are doing and their offensive coordinator search. And and there may be somebody from the McVay tree that does get an interview, but I fully expect a lot of this to continue to develop over the weekend. We're going to see the Bucs reaching out for permission to interview coaches from outside unless they go ahead and, and just promote Thad Lewis from the jump. Um we have D Ritz, 924, Thad definitely getting the job, in my opinion. Uh, David in the chat says, Pete Carroll. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. Uh, Steve in the chat says, if they really want Baker to stay, they'll promote Thad Lewis. I, I think there's plenty of other coordinators that they could hire that's also going to keep Baker Mayfield. But I think that is probably your best chance at Keeping Baker Mayfield is promoting Thad. Again, he did a great job with Baker this year and seems to be kind of the front runner and and the seamless transition to a new offensive coordinator. Um we got CGB saying we don't want B enemy I wouldn't mind B enemy honestly. Uh, I think he could do some really creative stuff with the pieces on this offense. Um let's see we got Jason in the chat I'd like to see us draft Keon Coleman out of Florida State we'll get into draft not worried about that on on this episode uh just because we do have the Canales news and now we have that domino effect of what the Buccaneers are going to do to replace him where they're going to look what they're going to be able to orchestrate and of course the ripple effect that that'll have in a free agency but that is going to do it for this episode of Locked On Bucks. In the meantime, check out everything on Twitter at Jay Yarko underscore Bucks at Locked On Bucks. Check out everything that I'm doing over at BucksNation.com. Become a Locked On Bucks insider by going to JointSubtext.com/slash Locked On Bucks. I'm sure I'll be having plenty of conversations with all of you over the weekend about anything going on uh, with this offensive coordinator search. And of course, make sure you are subscribed on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire the cannons. Thank you so much for joining me right here on Locked On Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.